This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. This Wednesday evening, we're going to be doing another Brown John live video stream, and it's going to be the final one in the current series. So do not miss out. What will we have involved in it, Sam? All of your favourite characters. The return of baby Pele. Your chance for us to answer questions about your life, life logistics, life. We'll be doing some ratings as well. If there's anything you want to show us and show off and talk about, we will then rate it for you. We'll be doing a little deep dive into one or two things from YouTube and it'll all be a lovely, fantastic laugh. Get involved. You can get your tickets via our website, tftimemachine.com and there's information on our Twitter and Facebook pages. And if you're IFS, you get a discount. So look out for the post on there. So don't delay. Secure your tickets today. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? I'm going to have to apologise. My voice is a little bit um, fucked. From yesterday's um, exploits at the Stadium of Light. You had to be at a football match for the first time in, what, 15 months? Something like that, yeah. And uh, it was great for about the first 45 minutes of it. I don't know if you watched it or not, but it it all went... I mean, we were tuning up at half-time, we'd levelled it, because we were tuning down after the first leg, and then uh, came out and just weren't very good, second half. And we lost 2-1. No, we, we won 2-1, Gaffy, sorry, mate. but we, we went out. We went out on... It was that one goal. America, that, that one goal. And we were chasing another goal, which would have took it to extra time, but it didn't happen. And, uh, yeah, as I said, I got a little bit um, excitable at the whole thing. Atmosphere was incredible. Even though there was, was, only, there was, there was only 10,000 in there, but it, it was as if everyone was making the noise of three people, so it was like it was 30,000 yeah. almost. It was... Um, I want everyone to make the noise. Of three, three, people. three adult humans, not four, <laughs> not two, but three. <laughs> this is one of the things. This is one of the things that one of the many things that slightly annoys me about our manager, uh, Lee Johnson, uh, who I think is just riddled with middle management bullshit. He's one of these fellows who you, you tell he uh, he's been on courses. And he's oh, got the lingo and the jargon and all this. And he, he actually, the other day, he said, I want the fans to make this a cauldron for the second leg. Mm. And it's kind of like, if you knew anything about the fans, then that goes without saying. It's the first game yeah. we're going to be there for like 15 months. It goes without saying that we're going to be right behind the team. You don't need to fucking I ask mean, for that. a cauldron, that's like <laughs> your second language. Well, ca- I don't even know if he used the right word, which he does a lot. A cauldron's not even the right word. A cauldron oh. is not that noisy when you think a about cauldron. it. What, like cauldron? What, like one of war big fucking pots that Gargamel put cocked his portions in in the Smurfs? Like what witches stand around with a while bubbling and steaming that. 
my cuss fucking make a noise like that. We'll just turn up and go. <laughs> just like some be fucking weird, though. They'll put the players off, if anything. It'd be useless, man. <laughs> so, yeah, he wanted us to uh, produce a cauldron style atmosphere. So, uh, yeah, fuck him. He needs sucking, to be quite honest. Um, I'm not another one, mate. Well, yeah, he should never have got the job, Sam. I never. I didn't personally approve of him getting the job in the first place. And. You know, I, I, all it would have took was a phone call. <laughs> was he hired before or after the child billionaire out of who I like to picture as that sort of slightly scary prince out of Temple of Doom <laughs> who runs that huge fucking palace where all the like yeah. satanic people are in the basement? I think he's um, got a cauldron, hasn't that- he? <laughs> yeah, that's that he has, and that's the fella. That's how I picture yeah. the owner of Sunderland. Yeah, go for was it. Was Lee Johnson hired by? I I've heard many stories about the way in which Sam Allardyce won the football club. Um, was uh, <laughs> Lee Johnson hired by that child? Lee Johnson was hired not? apparently before the child took over, but the child had a hand in it. So oh. it, it was the child's decision before he'd even took over the club. So yeah, right. it's his hire. But I mean, what do you do? We've gone, some, we've won something like one game in the league in the last two months. So what do you do? Do you sack him now, or do you sack him in November when it goes tits up next season? Be bold, sack him now. Get on the phone. Fucking I'll, I'll hell, give him a shortlist. Confusing. I don't understand it. I mean, when he came in, you went on a run. I was thinking, all oh, right, they've clicked now. They're sorted. Hell yeah. But. But the thing about Lee Johnson is, as Bristol City fans will will tell you, their nickname for him was Streaky Lee, because he goes on winning streaks and then he goes on losing streaks. Streaky, Streaky Lee. Lee. That's like something from the Leniverse. I thought Boring John was bad. <laughs> he's um, he's also five foot six, which is not very tall for a football oh. figure. Oh no, I didn't know that about him. That's yeah. that is problematic. I mean, to any of our shorter listeners, I'm not. Having a pop at the short short people. I mean, I'm five seven. If... I'm five seven, so I, I'm five, not seven. exactly in the uh, the highest. You're not a giant. I'm certainly not a giant, but um, so yeah. he's about the same as me. But I mean, looking at him in the his technical area yesterday, I don't think he's been honest about being five six. I think five four, maybe. I don't know, but uh, I don't think well, you can have a, a five foot four inch football manager unless they're really the... old and they've shrunk a bit. The um, the, uh, the 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 one of the hardest men I've ever met mm. is five foot five. Mark Ward, hardest man yeah. in football, right? Re- like a real hard nut man. Who, when I first met him many years ago, introduced himself by grabbing my hand and almost crushing it and saying, "Sam, mm. I'm Mark Ward, and I'm a fucking hard bastard." <laughs> and I said, "Well." Ordinarily, I would have thought to myself, anyone who's that hard wouldn't announce it like yeah. that as like the first thing they said. But I, in his case, I thought I made an exception. I thought, yeah, yeah. you seem as if you are, mate. It's kind of a nice twist that he does that. Do you know what I mean? Lay, yeah. Lays it on the line straight away. Yeah, sort of like in your face, not that kind of cool, I'll let them make their own mind up. Yeah. It'd be like me always introducing I might start doing this by shaking hand and going, hi, I'm Sam Delaney. <laughs> And I am Britain's best journalist. Yeah. <laughs> and will you do? Will you do? Did he do the power handshake? The really strong grip. Yeah. Power handshake. Yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, that should have been enough for you to realise. But then, but then a lot of people. I always do, think a, when people a lot of people that do that power handshake aren't anything really. That tough. It's overcompensation. Well, when they isn't do it? it, I always think to myself when people do that to me, and again, when Mark, when Wardy, a great man who I make an exception for, but anyone else who's ever done it to me, I've thought, what's this supposed to be, mate? Mm. What you got a strong fucking grip? Do you think that makes you hard? Do you think if me and you have to fight at some point, mm. I'm going to be scared of your grip, like you're going to fucking grip my face off? Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Grip it. I mean, don't get me wrong, Andy. A strong grip in a combat situation, it's it is useful, but it doesn't override everything else. It's it's one of the uh, nine ancient. Chinese fighting <laughs> techniques, isn't it? It's one of the, your tools, the tools of the oh, body, the oh, fighting tools of the body. Do we have to go through all nine? Do you think? Oh, <laughs> yes, I mean, we do. I mean, you've you've fucking put down a marker there by saying that, and um, you really need to go through all nine. And you've I'll, got your I'll, grip. I'll just make a note of these as we're going through them. Yeah, number one's the grip. Yeah, you've got your kick. Kick. Yeah. You got your punch, punch, obviously. Yeah, headbutt. You got your, you got your slap. Slap it's separate to a punch. Yeah, I'll have, I'll yeah, because slaps open-handed, punch is close-handed. Yeah, I'll give. Yeah, that. exactly. And and don't forget, the slap is psychologically powerful because if you slap a man round the face quite hard, <laughs> it really has a massively kind of it has a psychological impact on it, belittles them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's worse than a punch, if anything, isn't it? I know, you can get punched, you take it, you get knocked down, you think, yeah, I've been punched, yeah. fair enough. But if someone fucking gives you a right good open hand slap, you're like, fucking hell, who am I? He slapped me, Do I've you know been I mean? emasculated, I am nothing. Yeah. Do I even exist? It's yeah. like your penis has fallen off Just or dissolved. Much, or or shrunk, ah! back, shrunk back up into yourself and become a vagina. Yeah. yeah. So, there we go, we got the punch, the kick, slap. the grip. Headbutt. The slap. You've got the headbutt, the obviously. The knee. You've got the knee. The knee and the gut slash balls. You've got the elbow. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. That's seven. And <laughs> that's seven. You've got the bite. The bite. Of course. <laughs> Fucking hell. Now we're getting low down and dirty with the bite. That leaves one you more. You have the pull. The pull? Yeah. As in the hair pull. Yeah, you can pull someone's hair. Or yeah. just pull someone to the ground. Pull someone's face down onto your knee. That combines two yeah. into one, doesn't it? Yeah, the pull can be used in a number of different ways. Yeah. I mean, All of it. these things, if, if you consult the ancient Chinese texts, yeah. right, they can all be used in combination once you've mastered them each individually. Yeah. yeah, there we are. That's nine. You've given us nine. But there. of course, in the Chinese ancient book of fighting, none of these are. I've given them their English names. They've all yeah. got. They're all named after different animals. Yeah, aren't they? They are. Yeah. The well, grip let's, is let's the not bear. Go through that. No. All right. Well, anyway, we'll do that on another show. We might do a special. Might do a little sub pod that is just about fighting, fighting techniques, like a, a sort of like. There's a lot of popular fitness. Um, there's a lot of popular fitness podcasts, isn't there? Right, where they isn't tell it? people how to live clean and, and lose right. weight or build yeah. muscle. We, we should do a fighting podcast where we teach people how to fight, but based on the ancient Chinese book of fighting. I mean, yeah. but Which is but, where fighting was invented by 
it was actually it was a British man called Sir John Fighting. Sir John Fighting. Um, yeah. But he was a he was like a colonial fella. Yeah. And although we didn't actually colonise China, no. on his travels, he, he spent time training in, in the mountains in China. And yeah. that was where he invented yeah. fighting, Sir John Fighting. It was and actually, he had a sort of a tribe it, of Chinese it, it, people. It, it, he actually invented it when a, a Chinese, um, it was a forest dweller, came into mm. his camp and tried to uh, steal from his cauldron one night. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. obviously Sir John tried to talk him down. He tried to reason with him. That he was the gentlemanly way. That was the British way. The the forest dweller wasn't having it, so um, Sir John slapped him across the face. He was like, yeah, fuck that. I'm having the cauldron either way. <laughs> I'm fed up. I've listened. I've listened up to it. I've had it. I'm that cauldron. I'm having it. Try and stop me soup. if you can. I'm having that soup off you. There, <laughs> uh, Sir John slapped him, slapped him open-handedly across the face, and he and he scampered away. Um, and with that, fighting was fighting was invented. And that day, he sat down with his quill by the fireside, yeah. and he opened his journal, and he began to make notes. He wrote a diary entry, which is fascinating. I won't read it out here because I haven't got it down, but I might on a future episode about the experience with the forest dweller. And then yeah. he decided to do an illustrated series of notes on all the different ways in which you could fight with a man. Yeah. He named it after himself. It was It was called The Joy of Fighting, wasn't it? And it, uh, yeah. it, it then uh, obviously inspired The Joy of Sex, which was uh, did, yeah. which was the follow-up. Invented well, by Sir follow-up. John Sex. It was inspired by, and obviously it was written no, by... No, it was his, it was it his was old school by, friend from Eton called Sir John, Sir John Sex. Sir John Sex, yeah. Um, and he, he got, got wind of it, and uh, yeah. But he was a dirty bastard, Sir John Sex. I'd rather spend time with Sir John fighting than Sir John Sex, to be quite honest. You couldn't trust Sir John Sex around your missus, I tell you no, that much. you can't trust Sir John Sex around anything. Anything that's fucking mobile. Take his eye off him. Take your eye off him for a second and he'll be pumping at it. it sorry, if it moves, I'll pump it. That was his fucking motto. <laughs> that was the catchphrase. In fact, I'm going to put that in the book. I might put that <laughs> put at that the, the beginning. You know, you know, like... <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'd be cracking on the cover of this, but I'm gonna have a word with a publisher about this. We'll have we'll have the title, but then in the corner we'll have like my head with a speech <laughs> coming out saying, "If it moves, I'll pump it." I'll tell you what else. And I'm I'll be do. winking. Else, no one else has done this either. I'm gonna do some merch. I know it's still only 1865, but no to one's go done with this the yet. Book. What I'm gonna do? I'm gonna get one of those pocket square handkerchiefs that, you, that the gentlemen <laughs> like to wear. In the in the jacket pocket, and I'll have embroidered on that. If it moves, I'll pump it. Yeah, and then they can and get uh, it out. Lads can lads can use that to wipe themselves down after they've been doing pumping, or even so they it's use relevant as, to the what they've learnt in the book. They can even use it as a seduction method. They can hold it out and, and hold it. You know, like when you're throwing down the gauntlet to to, to an enemy. If you don't seduce someone, you just hold that up and wave it in their face, and she'll read it. And she'll think, oh, aye, aye, I'm in here. Oh, uh, look at this. And also what I like to do is, and I've put this in the book, I like to blow my nose prior to doing a bit of pumping because it's very important to clear the sinuses. Keep your airways clear before you go in. Keep it clear. If you want want your performance to be peak, you've got to take on board a lot of oxygen. There's nothing worse than trying to have it off when you've got a blocked up nose. 
and you're sniffing. Oh my snorting. god! Awful. Get those Coughing. airways clear. Your nose starts to drip on her. She, it's not nice at all. Eddie, if you have to say to her, love, just you carry on by yourself for a minute while I blow my nose. You keep yourself topped up. Keep yourself ticking over. I'll only be I'll be forty five seconds to a minute tops. You say it, I'm going to go blow my nose and I think, I think in the downstairs cupboard I've got at the bottom, I'm pretty sure there's a packet of lockets somewhere, (laughs) old packet of lockets and if I could just suck on one of them it might get me through the last sort of three to four minutes of pumping. (laughs) Well, I'll, I'll, I'll blow my nose, I will blow it but then to keep the airways clear and so I don't get recongested I'll get a look at it. I'm pretty sure it's an old packet. There are about three, four lozenges left in it. And I keep it in the same bag as I keep old medicine, sachets of Lemsip, all that sort of stuff. Tablets, they're out of date. But you just hang on to them because you never know. Who knows if they go out of date properly? You can still use them. Just, take not, them. A, just not a strong... I've taken, I've taken old antibiotics loads of times. Loads of time don't make a fucking bit of difference. If anything, they get stronger because they ferment, don't they? Like alcohol. Jalapeno. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you wouldn't be hearing this brief but annoying message if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your tits. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Jalapeño. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Jalapeño. Talking of uh, medicine, yeah. you're not going to believe this, mate. You are no one listening to this who's a, who knows a little bit about the backstory of Top Flight Time Machine is going to believe what I'm about to tell you. There's a backstory. There is a back. Well, some poor cunt who's been listening for like over a year, right? Yeah. Fucking hell. Mm, the the local a... chemist, right? Oh, this is what? true. I've told you before that every time I go into chemist, especially if I go into a new one, I get a bit paranoid. Of course, yeah. Because I always think about how much the pharmacists hate me. Mm. And I think one of these days, one of them might try and confront me face to face or just mess with me or whatever. Or attack you, slap you across the face even. Attack me, yeah. Yeah. I live in constant fear of being attacked by a pharmacist, right? (laughs) I'm not 
I'm not saying I've. I am saying I know how Salman Rushdie must have felt when he was living under the fatwa. Yeah, yeah, right. Because it was like. That. Yeah. But joking aside, this bit just very momentarily. This is a true fact that is on record, and you, you know you can see it. Mm. I was, and you'll remember this, Andy. I was genuinely received death threats from chemists in mm. January, February time, two thousand and twenty. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was pretty full blown and I and it really freaked me out. And one of the specific death threats I received on more than one occasion from more than one individual mm. on social media was you better watch out because one of us is gonna mess your prescription up on purpose. Right. Do, do can I just stop you there? I've got a point to make. Um um sort of a point really. Um are pharmacists under the same Hippocratic oath as doctors. Don't know. You don't know that. I don't. I genuinely don't know this because the first element is is do no harm, isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't have thought. I wouldn't have thought that threatening people who'd made a joke about your profession on daytime television mm. was the sort of thing that that was sort of enshrined in the ethical code. No. Of the pharmacy it, profession. It, it's maybe covered on page eight or nine as probably mm. things you shouldn't do. Right. Chapter nine is another thing about being a pharmacist. If anyone starts slagging us off or, or belittling our role, feel free to fucking threaten the cunt and put the fucking willies right off him. <laughs> yeah, because he's got it coming. Do not hesitate to protect our good name. We're not saying by you any have to means do it. necessary. We're not saying you should follow through on it, but to threaten them is fine. Yeah, because that'll get you'll the message. Get his head, then he'll always be looking yeah. over his shoulder yeah. every time he goes past the boots. So do that. Death right. threats, no problem. Knock yourselves out. So, so yeah, you, it you did, did freak have, me you out. Did have death but threats. I'm sure that I'm sure if there was a chemist and they'd be like, "Yeah, well, good. I'm glad you were scared and freaked out, and it really badly affected you because you were." harangued by thousands of I mean, you chemists for months. The, you almost brought the pharmacist um, trade to its knees with that, that single out. comment, didn't you, on, on but this morning. On this morning. On ITV. Yeah. half 11 yeah. in the morning, yeah. Yeah, nearly destroyed it. There yeah. was going to be no chemists. And that, where would that leave society? Especially right? two months before COVID hit. What I mean, we do? Knew, we have to go you and... knew COVID was in the air. You knew it was coming. And it well, was almost you know if you tried to dis- derail Again, the whole country. not joking, but I had to block, I don't know, like hundreds of pharmacists because it yeah. was just insane the amount of abuse I was receiving. And the... Um, but some still now, because I couldn't block every pharmacist in the world. Mm. So sometimes during COVID, because this was about a month before COVID kicked off, but sometimes over the last year in COVID, one slips through the gap still. Someone yeah. who I haven't blocked, or yeah. someone with a shadow account, or something, and they'll go, "Oh, now, do you do you finally feel ready to reassess your comments, your disgusting comments on this morning, <laughs> right?" And there'll be a link to how you know. Obviously, it's been a tough time for chemists; they've been under pressure. Yeah, blah blah blah, doing a great job, which of course I'm sure they are. And don't deny that. And they go, "Yeah, what are you going to say now, Sam Delaney?" I go, well, "I don't know what." To- I don't know. I've lost sight of what it is you want me to say or do, right? I, I think you want to drive me to the point of suicide. I, I got the, I got uh, this distinct impression that that was like one of their agendas. Anyway, 
this is true. Put all that to one side. This is just coincidence, I'm sure. But I got the wrong prescription given to me, right? This week. And that has never happened to me. And I've asked everyone mm. I know, and I don't know if it's happened to you, maybe a listener will tell me it's happened to them. But I went to pick up my regular prescription, right? Um, uh, that I ordered online, and you just yeah. it, the, the doctor automatically sends it to yeah. the chemist. I turn up. I give them my name. They go backstage like they do. They give me the the, the box, what, right? What, I go what, home. What are they giving you? Rat poison? Weed killer? <laughs> well, I'll tell, I won't tell you what the prescription was because that's my private business. <laughs> but I will tell you that that's it's something very, I take very, every day. It's very rare of something to be your private business on this podcast. Yeah, no, you know that what I'm like. I'm a very private man and I don't like to share the details. I think it's something to do with this cock. I take some pills every day. Anyone will fucking know what they're for. They're for me nut because yeah. I'm fucking bonkers in the nut. Bonkers in the right? nut, yeah. But the, 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 it got me nut pills. Oh, fucking hell, Delaney's <laughs> in again. Delaney. Not that you better Delaney. go Delaney. quick Another as well because I can feel myself. I'm about to have a fucking episode here. Me nuts all over the gas. You better get them quick. Get an extra strong one. I'm going to start rallying round to the floor in a minute. Ah, <laughs> uh, you better hurry up or I'll shit my pants and then I'll start smearing it on the walls. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get my willy out. <laughs> okay, okay. We're coming, we're coming. So I did put a lot of pressure under them, yeah. obviously, over them, on them. But they, uh, anyway, they gave me the fucking pills back and I just didn't really look twice. I just went home. Box of pills, box of pills, innit? They come in a nice white box with, with writing yeah. on it. Pills you know written on it, yeah. Pills. I go home. I uh, next morning, in my, as part of my morning routine, I squeezed out the blister pack, popped a pill in me, in my gob, <gasps> drank it down with some water. Fucking fine. The next day, I'm going to do the same again. This is yesterday, and I've done a double take at this pill box. I thought, hold up, these pills look a bit different to the usual ones. Ah, maybe it's a different brand because you get medicines. Uh, all under the, the different brand names, right? Yeah. So I look. I thought, what the fuck's this? This ain't the right one. I've gone to my good wife. What the fuck's this they're giving me? Right? The sticker on the on the box says the name of my usual medication. Mm. But the box itself says something completely different. It's some sort of special prescription drug to combat acid reflux, right? What? When you're in your fucking guts. It's guts pills. I don't want it's, guts pills. I want not, not pills. It's me it's me not not me gut. Fucking hell. How hard is that? These are the basics. That's how you remember. And when you're a chemist, there's a rhyme for everything to stop you doing this. <laughs> it's is not not it's gut. Right? I couldn't oh. believe it. So I checked the prescription, which was still in the bag. Mm. It was the correct prescription from the docs. Right. I've gone to the chemist and I didn't want to make a big scene out of it. I just said to the bloke, look, this is what's happened. And I knew, I knew Andy, this was a massive deal, right? Mm. Big deal. And the bloke was, he, he seemed freaked out because it hadn't been him personally. He was the gaffer. Right, yeah. It hadn't been him personally. And I said, look, I don't want to make a big deal out of this because I've been coming here for years. I know you, blah, blah, blah. I have, I have no it, quarrel with you, sir. I, I'm a bit <laughs> like, I, and believe me, I do not want to fucking start a situation with the pharmacy community again. <laughs> because bear in mind, right, again, regular listeners will know, 
that I have in my time dealt with Liverpudlian contract killers. Yep. Right? I have interviewed the Yardies, mm. right? I have I have dealt with the Turkish heroin mafia, right? You've you, you've worked with him the and SAS, Holmes. right? I've worked with Eamon Holmes, the, the lot, right? <laughs> I even once had to do a handover on a nightly basis with James Whale. Okay, so <laughs> let's just say I dealt with some difficult people and organisations in my time, <laughs> but nothing, nothing prepared me for crossing the pharmacist. And now this happens. Fucking now up. I have been threatened by pharmacists, and I don't. I do know this chemist. I won't name who it is, and I don't for a moment think that they would have done it. But fuck me, what a coincidence! Yeah, mm, totally. Has it ever happened to you? Have you ever had a, the wrong never, thing given to you by never, a chemist? Ever, never had the wrong tablets. Never had the wrong treatment handed out. Never had the wrong limb amputated or anything like that. Nah, nothing. I mean, thank God. The ge- the gaze in the chemist first he tried to smooth because it freaked him out because he's thinking to himself, How the fuck has this happened? This is a disaster. Yeah. Like, we could probably be struck off the magic well, circle. Yeah, right? whoever it or, was that did it, yeah. I think they're in the magic Pharmacy circle. Pharmacy circle, yeah. Yeah. And but first he said was he he went, Oh no. Well what did we give you? And he looked at what it was, he went, Ah, how many of these have you taken? <laughs> and I went <laughs> Just the one. He went, that will be fine. <laughs> As if that was the end of the conversation. Oh, right. Oh, that's all right then. I was worried that it was going to make me grow a fucking pair of tits and a beard. Right? Well, one no, no, no it's no problem at all. That's got's pills. You can take as many of them as you want. You'll be fine. They'll lad, just, big they, strapping lad like you. If anything, they'll, they'll soothe you. You'll feel better. Your guts will be like a calm sea. It'll be lovely. <laughs> it should be thanking us rather than coming in there and making a <laughs> you, fucking scene. You're not, on the other <laughs> hand. That'll be a maelstrom. But, you uh, know, you've only I missed one right day. I imagine right now as we speak, I'm surprised you can still talk. You probably don't even know where you are, do you, right now? <laughs> I could take you out the back and kill you in the yard. Put you in a cauldron. I'm a bit worried I've said all this now because it'll sound like a vendetta against pharmacists and it's, it's not. Well, it's not. It's just a thing that's happened. And it's your it's duty not. to report. For, 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 for the record, number one, I regret what I said about the pharmacists, obviously. <laughs> uh, it, it, but it was just a joke. Uh, number two, <laughs> number two, I am sure that pharmacists are very clever and do an amazing job, right? All right, fucking and have done a, fucking... a lot of an amazing job during Jesus. the um, the pandemic. Even but the number ones three, that, even the ones I that do death threats. Even the ones I, that wa- do death I did receive death threats because of a joke that I made on this morning. Yeah. A, a joke that was so obviously a joke to any sane person watching and may well have irritated people, but I thought the death threats and the constant howling that went on for months was a bit over the top. And number four, I have just been given the wrong prescription, <laughs> which is exactly <laughs> what I was threatened with. <laughs> right, so... Just, I thought that was a noteworthy story, but I, I'm certain it's a coincidence and nothing more. In fact, yeah. my wife, when I even indicated for a second, I'm a bit funny, in it? Because they threatened me with this. She looked at me with this look, was like, fucking hell, he must be off the nut pills because this is weird conspiracy theory shit he's coming out with. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I don't really think it. I'm just saying it's a coincidence. Yeah. I mean, I think I told you before on this podcast, when I had my little bit of social media trouble last year, um, mm. I received a message on Facebook from someone and it read, watch your back, you disgraceful cunt. I'm looking at mm. it right now. 
and I mm. did a little bit of research into the fellow who'd sent it, and he runs um, he runs training courses for mental health on the NHS. Fucking so, hell! Again, it's, it's it's sometimes something in the people who are um, Doing it. supposed to be looking after us, let's say, protecting mm. us, healing us. The healers are sometimes mm. the most psychotic and dangerous ones that are out there. Well, look at what's his name. Oh. He was the do- the doctor who kept killing his patients. Shipman, exactly. I'm not no, saying there, there there is a serious mental health issue, right? Like during the pharmacy thing. I mean, I said to you at the time. At first, I was like, "This is quite weird." Then, for maybe five minutes, I thought it was funny. But after a couple of weeks, when they're coming at you, not just via Twitter, but they find every single one of your social media feeds and mm. they're emailing, right? Mm. And they're do- t- digging quite deep and saying things about your kids because they you find out that you're that. a father and they start going, your kids, I feel sorry for your kids. They must hate you and all of this. Like just mm. mad, really intense shit, right? It has a, it fucking cannot help. I'm reasonably robust, but it cannot help but have a fucking impact on your mental health, things like that. It just, whoever you are, yeah. right? Unless you're a psychopath, non-stop hounding by strangers who mm. threaten you and just use the, say the worst fucking things about you and to you, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's incessant, so when you wake up in the morning, you look at your phone, there's like another hundred like bits of abuse, right? Yeah then you're like, that fucking has an impact on your mental health. Of course it does. And I'm thinking, this is weird, because these people are simultaneously trying to tell me how important they are to keeping people healthy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, well, who, you say that, and, and, but you oh, oh, Someone who, who was a little bit more vulnerable than me would have been driven to all sorts of fucking mad thoughts. Exactly. You know? Exactly. Who were, who were the real victims in that episode? The victims, was was the, the reputation of the pharmacy industry, was that, the victim, I think it's it's quite robust. I think it can put up with um, I don't a, think a misguided but, comment. Right. A guy who's got a grin on his face, who's clearly a, a hired idiot, right? Yeah. Which, let's be yeah. honest, is is what I was the role I was playing on this I morning. Played, played, probably right. played it too well, if anything, Sam. <laughs> I mean, it's a job that I oh, am superb well at. I'm not sure. Fr- Sam Delaney, freelance idiot. How can I help? <laughs> this morning, yeah, no problem. Send a taxi, I'll be there. Contentious <laughs> remarks about the pharmacy industry. Yes, I can do that. No problemo. Right. Uh, but it was, like, uh, so silly. And you sort of think, but the, the pharmaceutical, prof- the profession of being a pharmacist has been, like, you know, this is, like, as old as the fucking hills. It's well-established and yeah. has integrity and credibility and respect. Yeah. We trust them, yeah. we trust them so, to like, do no harm. Like I said, and some and some prick like mm. me tries to get a cheap laugh out of acting the cunt on this morning. Mm. Next thing you know, the gloves come off. Very much so. Yeah. And in case you don't remember this, listeners, this is another true fact about that episode. It was until Piers Morgan um, earlier this year was um, received complaints for his comments about Meghan Markle. Mm. It had. It was my appearance on this morning was the most complained about instant on British television for the past ten in the years. Guinness Book of Records. It was. Yeah, it was. So uh, yeah, but you got the got the proper tablets now. And you're I've got my nut right pills again. now. Yeah, and my gut and the guts pills went back. Yeah. and I've said, look, 
I don't want to make a big deal out of it, mate, but I'd like to know what happened. And he said, I'll speak to the person and I'll call yeah. you on Monday with a full explanation. Good. So there you go. I mean, we're recording this Sunday evening, so by Monday, we might have to do a bonus episode. It depends on how it goes down. Yeah. Is that sad to let it? Yeah. <laughs> I've spoken to the person. Apparently, she said, she said it was something to do with something you said on this morning in January 2020. Yeah. <laughs> she said you'd it know what it was about. It don't mean much to me. She said, she, she said, tell him that and he'll know. What what I'm on about, and he'll accept it too. And she says, and she says, this isn't the end of it. So I don't know what that meant. So I hope that clears the matter up for Thanks you. Does it? Take the event. <laughs> right. uh, by the way, we've got discount on lockets at the moment. If you are passing, <laughs> yeah, case, no, I've got a lot that's about to go out of date. In case you plan on having it off soon. Um, plan on doing any pumping and you need to clean out the old passages <laughs> got some special pumping lockets <laughs> just on the brick of going out of date they're the best ones <laughs> right that's it from this one we'll quickly uh, look at the prediction league because that finished it, uh, earlier in the day uh, for the final day's uh, fixtures results bot got 10 I got 15 you got 8 but that was enough for you to get over the line. You are the champion this season, Sam. 120 Woo! prediction points. Well got, done, mate. Well done, you. I got 107 results, but got 97. So there we go. Uh, we, we, we haven't go had much from results, but this season. Um, he, he's been keeping his head down. But yeah. don't worry, I know you know a lot of listeners like results, but I can't fucking imagine why. Mm. We might over the summer do a catch up with what, what he's been up to and where he's been. Well, we might do some Euro 21 predicting when that comes along. So, uh, yeah. Right, that's it from this one. Uh, we'll be back throughout the week with all the usual stuff. Uh, thank you very much and try to do no harm. Be safe, be kind. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.